has something called, it's called the Gemara card. It's like a glossary. I tell my son, if he knows these Gemara words, he'll have a very easy time, very easy time in Yeshiva. So he, uh, Javi donated it to the share. I guess if anybody online wants it also, we'll, we'll figure out how to get it to them. A big, big thank you. Okay. Um, we're going to begin, like I said, on Daf Lamadal on the base by the Mishnah Yesh Chayib Al Maisashere. You ready? Okay. Now, the Mishnah is going to be dealing with the Chrayas uh, that a person has, what his share damages, and when he himself damages. So the Mishnah says, Yesh Chayib Al Maisashere. There are cases when a person is Chayib. For an act of damage caused by his ox. If a person damages, if a person's ox damages, there are going to be times that he is chayiv and upotar amaisi But he's potter is exempt at the same action if he performed it himself. So if an animal performs this action, the owner will be chayiv, but if the person himself will perform it, he'll be potter. And the Mishnah is going to explain. And vice versa. Potter amaisi shedev, chayiv amaisi atzmi. Our cases where one is putter from liability for the action of his ox, but liable for his own actions. So let me just explain this. how so? Now, if an ox caused a person, let's say, busha, uh, humiliation, so putter, the owner of the ox is putter from paying for bashis. However, if a person himself was mavayish chayev, he will be chayev. That's a case, that's like the, the um, second case, which we said, what would that be an example of a shade, which is mevayish a person, so the owner will be putter, but if a person is mevayish another person, then he's chayiv for busha. Okay. Then the Mishnah says like this, if an ox blinded the eye of his slave. So you have an owner, he owns a slave and he owns a shade. And the shade damaged his, his eye, or he knocked out his tooth. So what's the din putter? He's putter from having to free a slave. Free a slave, why? Yeah. No, but that's a din, even with a dentist, he goes free. Evid, every, we're talking about an evid, we're talking about an evid, uh, Talking about an Eved, um, Eved Krani over here. Right? So, they, so um, again, the Shere Shishima saying, Abdi Hiba Shinov, so Potter, he's Potter. Why? Because he did not uh, knock out the tooth. It was the Shere that knocked out the te- tooth. So he still does not go out. Um, Eved Krani doesn't go out, doesn't go out uh, free. However, Behusha Shishima saying, Abdi Hiba Shinov, but if he himself blinded his slave's eye or knocked out his tooth, so then, Chayiv is going to be Chayiv, as the Tater says that uh, when you knock out uh, when you knock out from your um, from your Eved, you got to pay for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, fine. So that's that's the first case. So Yesh Chayiv Amaisa Shredi Patra Amaisa Atzmei. So those are sorry. So those are examples of that the Shredi will be Patr, but in the case of either Busha or he knocked out his tooth. But if the guy himself did it, he'll be chayev for Bushra and chayev for either Shima Sein Avdi Vibal Shinichayev. Now, by contrast, Shade if an ox injured the owner's father or his mother, so chayev, he is chayev to pay for the damages. The owner 
the owner of the ox is hired to pay the damages. But if he himself injured his father and mother, putter is putter from paying compensation. If an ox set fire to a haystack on Shabbos, Chayim, he is Chayim to pay the damages. Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna let's see in a second. Shadish it is a goddess Bishabis, Chayim is Chayim. Who should leak as a goddess Bishabis? But if he himself, we're gonna discuss this later, um, was Madgish, lit the goddess on, on Shabbos, his father, why? Because we have Komle Bidramine, he is Chayim for the death penalty for injuring his father or mother or for desecrating Shabbos. So this will be a case of if a shady was, if his shade damaged his father and mother, he'll have to pay the damage. Uh, but if he damages his father and mother, he's potter because come live with the he'll be chayat to pay. But if he was madlish to Godish, he'll be potter. Why? Because of come come live with the Okay. So now the Gemara says, "Tana Rebavo Kamei Rabbi Yechonon." Rabbi Avo taught the following brayes before Rabbi Yechonon. Call him a kalkalim pturin. Anyone who performs melacha on Shabbos, but it's a destructive melacha on Shabbos, the din is your potter. Except for except for a person who injures another person. So even though on Shabbos you could say, what do you mean? I was mechalkal. But if you injure the person, you're going to be chayiv. And umaver. Or if you kindled a fire on Shabbos, that all mechalkal is except for chayiv umaver. So Omar now says to him, puk tani libro. Go out and teach it outside. In other words, the b'risa is not fit for discussion in the base medrash. Now, the opinion of deems that one is higher for injuring another, or let's say kindling a fire on Shabbos, is not a mishnah and should be ignored. Now, even if you're going to say that it's a mishnah, a person who injures another would be chayiv only in the case of B'tzorah the Kalbi, where he requires the blood to give to his dog. And Mavir, a person who kindles a fire, would be chayav only in the case of if he needed the, the ashes. Now, in these cases, the act, the, the, the act is, is not purely destructive, but it has some constructive purpose. So, Rabbavot taught in front of Yechanan that Kol Makalkal is Ptulun, except for Chayvul and Mavir. This is the Brayse he taught. Rabbi says, it's, a, it's not a Mishnah. Why? It's not, it, it's not true. Chayvul and Mavir, for the sake of it, is also putter. And if you're going to say it's a Mishnah, only when it's Chayvul Pot, Chayiv is Betzor Lechabli. Or Maver is Betzor Lechabli. Okay, tonight we learned in a Mishnah, If an ox set fire to Ezek on Shabbos, is Chayiv. Why? But if he goes ahead and lights the Ezek on Shabbos, he's going to be putter. And the Mishnah is teaching a case we set the fire in a scenario that is similar to the case where the ox did so. Just as in the case where the ox set the fire, it's clearly he does not need the ashes. The ox does not need, it is not, um, the, an ox does not act with such kavana and saying that I'm going to light a godish on Shabbos in order for the ashes. So, again, Shabbos is chayiv. But if he does his pater, um, and this is similar to the case, it has to be dumi the shede. So if shede needs, to, just like shede, he doesn't need to have the afare, so so too, 
Afu, so to him also, um, him also, the person who's mavered the goddess of Shabbos, also the person in this case where he set the fire, um, Afu, namid doloy So to the case where he set the fire, it's presumably a case where he does not need the ashes. Tani Potter, and nevertheless, the Mishnah teaches that he's part of why Meju needing benafshit because he's part because he's sentenced to death. So the person, so what comes out? A person lights a fire on Shabbos is chayiv even if he does not need the ashes. Which the chayra, this would be soiser Rabbi Yechanan. Was what did Rabbi Yechanan say? What did Rabbi Yechanan say? We say Tana Rabbi Boka made Rabbi Yechanan with kol mekalkelim pturin except for chayvul u maver. And then what did he say? Amr al-Rabbechlin told him that choyvul is only when you need something. Now, what did the Mishnah say? Shredish idikas ha-gadish b'shabbos is chayev for the nezik. If he does it, he's potter. And the Mishnah that taught the case of who shredikas ha-gadish means that it's similar to the case of shredik. And just like the case of shred, he doesn't need the ashes. So too, when he is mavir, the gadish, it's also when he doesn't need something. And nevertheless, what do we say? We say he's chayiv. Why? Because which would come out that there's a chayiv misa on the malach of Avara, even if it's b'derech kilkul, not like Rabbi Yechonah says. Rabbi Yechonah says that it has, you need something. But our Mishnah uses the expression, the Mishnah over here uses the expression of chayiv, and v'hu sh'yidigas which means that the cases have to be similar. They both don't need to have that fara. And nevertheless, we said he's chayv, even if it's in a way of kilkul. So the Maya rejects this proof and says, light. No. The comparison is the other way around. The case where the ox set the fire is similar to the case where he set the fire. The mahu, the kabayle. Just as the case where he is chayv for lighting the fire is only when he needs the ashes. So to the case of setting the fire of the haystack is where he needs the ashes. Umar asks, Where can you find a case um, that you're saying that the share or lit the fire for the ashes? He says, We're dealing with a case like this. Here we're dealing with a case that he's an intelligent ox. He was bitten on his back and he wants to burn down the haystack what does he want? He was bitten on his back and he wants to burn down the haystack and then roll around in the ashes in order to heal the bite. So over there, the owner will be will be uh, will for paying for it. Now, says, From where do we know that the, that this is the reason that he set the fire? So the one asks the Lebuster the Kalye Komingdar be Kitmo. After the ox burned the haystack, it was rolling around in the ashes. Why was he rolling around in the ashes? Because he has a burn on his back. He has a, he has a bite that he wants to make himself better. Now, frankly, are you really serious that there's a case like this? There's a certain ox that I was at the house of Rapapa and I had a toothache. It went inside and it broke the lid of a keli. The shasa shichna vitase drank the liquor inside and was cured. So we see that there's ox that are at a very intelligent level that need to. Uh, what's the mice with the ox and the strimal? Okay. 
The Chacham said before the Papa, How can you say the case involving his ox is similar to the case involving him? It was taught in the same Mishnah. If an ox caused Biyush, he's Potter. If the owner, the owner's Potter. But if he causes damage, he's Chayef or Busha. Now, if the case of the ox is to be understood similar to the case involving him, how can you find a case where the ox intended to humiliate the person? One is Chayef for Busha, only when he intends to do so. And the ox never has intention to humiliate somebody. So you're saying, no, that they're similar, the case of the fire is similar, ashes, this is also similar to ashes. That, in other words, that, they, that they're both needed, that, that both cases are similar to each other. So haste us, that the case of Shedish Abish is Potter, is similar to the case when a person is Mavayish. Now, when a person is Mavayish, he has to have Kavana. So you're telling me the Shedish is Mavayish, he has Kavana, it makes no sense. So my answer is this. is where the ox intended to cause injury. Now, if it was the action of a person, he would be chayef for busha. He caused as well. Says a person intended to cause injury is chayef for busha, even if he did not intend to humiliate his victim. Rav says different uh, solution. He says uh, the the question The mission is referring to a case where he lit the fire b'shege. Although he's not chayat to receive Misa, nevertheless, since he performed a Iser that would carry the death penalty, where he, he would perform it b'mezid, he is still chayat for, uh, for Mominus. And this is like, uh, he says, Teres says, um, Teres says, a person who kills an animal shall pay for it, and a person who kills a man shall be put to death. One who kills a man, one who kills an animal are comparable. Just as with regards to when one kills an animal, Terry doesn't make a difference. Whether he does it unintentional or whether he does it intentional. Whether he does it in a way of Yerida So, this was not to exempt him from paying money. In all these cases, but rather to make him chayev to pay money, as a person who kills an animal is chayev in any event. Af makadam, so too with regards to a person who kills a man, there's no difference Now, so it's it's we see from here that a person who commits a iser carrying. The Chiyav Misa is putter from paying damages for his action, even if he is not in practice given the given the um, given the death penalty. Okay, so Abba Rabba Rabba, so he tells him he much as mukamt Can you really interpret the Mishnah as referring to a case where it was b'shegi? But if they should need him in Ashkatani, but it teaches, but doesn't it teach that the he's putter because he's sentenced to death? Which is only the case if he did it uh, intentional. So the Maya Zorava says, This is what the Mishnah means to say. Since when his action is performed intentionally. So the person who's either has to be put to death, and what is the circumstances in which one is hired to receive Misa 
is the Kaboy Le'afari, where he needs for burning when he needs the ashes. Hashta B'Shegi, therefore, even now, when it's B'Shegi, Potter is going to be Potter from paying damages. Okay, Mishnah, the Mishnah now, and Aflamid, hey, Amun Aleph, Shade. The Mishnah says, If you have an ox that was running after, or was pursuing after another ox, and the ox being pursued, became injured. Now, the problem is, there's no witness as to how it was injured. Ox 1, chasing ox 2, ox 2 was injured. But there's no witnesses there. Now, Zalimer, the owner of the ox, of the injured ox, says, so he says to the owner of the pursuing ox, your ox injured my ox, and you're hired to pay me damages. And this one says, the one, the, the, the one, the owner of the pursuing ox says, no. Never happened. It was hurt by a rock. I'm not chayiv in that case. So the burden of proof rests upon the person who's claiming it. As long as the owner of the injured ox cannot prove that the injury was inflicted by the pursuing ox, the owner of the pursuing ox is going to be Potter. Next case in the Mishnah, in the case of two oxen belonging to two different owners, we're pursuing one ox belonging to a third owner. So Reuben's ox and Shimon ox, we're running after Levi's ox. And that ox was injured by one of the pursuing oxen. So this one, the owner of the one of the pursuing ox says to the owner of the other, your ox caused the injury. And that one, the owner of the pursuing ox says, no, it was your ox that caused the injury. So again, what happened over here? You have two oxen pursuing one ox. So the one, the owner of the of the pursuing oxen says to the owner of the other, "It wasn't my ox that damaged the third box. It was it was Yenim. It was your. It was it was yours." So each one's pointing the finger. Blame game. So what's the din? The din is that Shneim both are going to be Potter. Why? Because each of them rejects the claim of the injured party that his ox caused the injury. But if both belong to one person, both are going to be chayev, as the Gemara will explain. Next case of the Mishnah. Now, if they're pursuing... What are you saying? Right, so the Gemara says, so he says it's going to be chayev. Okay, now, why? Yeah, but he knows he knows one he, he knows one of the oxen for sure damaged. How do I, how do I know this one of them? Maybe it's, uh, it's along the rock. Oh, okay. So the 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 so we know when it comes to paying restitution, it's exclusively paid from the proceeds of the sale of the tam, right? That's the difference between tam and mud. We always say that when it comes to um, a tam, the tam pays migufai. You pay from migufai, exclusively from the proceeds of the sale of the tam. And mashenkin, the the, the um, mud, we pay from the aliyah. Okay. So now what happened? If one was large and one was small... So now, if the injured party says to the, um, so the the injured party says to the large ox, cause the damage. 
So therefore, he's entitled to to receive uh, restitution for half the damage of the value. Again, he always pays migufoy. How do you how do you measure migufoy? So you say you look at the mazik and you say how much is your ox worth? Whatever your ox is worth, half of that you have to pay me. So it's worth a thousand dollars, five hundred bucks you have to pay me. So what happened there? There's a godol, there's a katan. The nizik says to the the nizik says to the the nizik says your big ox damaged my ox. So now since it's worth more, so my chatzinez is going to be worth more. Mazik says no, leiki elakatan nizik. But the one higher for the damage says, no, the smaller ox caused the damage. And half of its value is not sufficient to cover half of the damage. One ox is badly damaged. So what should I do? Well, what did Pshat to Metzius? Did the small ox... No, no. So not that the, this ox got... This ox, a third ox got hurt. Yeah. A third ox... Well, said I'm in the middle of the share. Yeah, yeah. Um, ox, a third ox, two ox in there, a godel and a cotton. On to Reuben. Exactly. So he says, so so his ox got damaged, and he says, who damaged you? Says, your, your big one did. And the guy says, no, cotton. Like you have a cotton music. Now, or echatav echelmut, or another thing, the guy owns two oxen, echatav echelmut. Hanizagaymer, the music says, mut is it, your oxen is more damaged. Ve'amazagaymer loiki, elatam nizik. So it's a big, it's, it's going to be a big rafkimine in him. Yeah. What's it then? I'm itzi mechabela baraya. I'm itzi mechabela baraya. The burden of proof is always on the person that's making the claim. Hayu hanizok in shnaim. If the injured animals, were two oxen. Echel godlov echel kotlin, one large and one small. And the ones that caused the damage were also two oxen. Echel godlov echel kotlin, one large and one small. Hanizik gave the nizik says, God, the nizik is a godlov, the big one damaged the big one, and the kotlin is a godlov. Amazik gave the nizik says, A kotlin is a godlov. A kotlin damaged the godlov. A godlov is a godlov. Echel tav echel mud. Same thing. Hanizik gave the mud, the nizik is a godlov. A tam is a godlov. Amazik gave the nizik says, A tam is a godlov. A kotlin. All these cases are made in Mechaveri Alabarai. Okay. Zod Eilu Gilgimona. Our Rechia Barabbor, Rechia Barabbor says, Zay Se Medes. Now, the Mishnah says in the case where there's a suffix with regard to whether it was pursuing, whether the pursuing ox that caused the injury of the other ox. So what do we say? Always, I'm Mesi Mechaveri Alabarai. So our Rechia Barabbor, Zay Se Medes, comes out of the Chalukah of Chaveri Al Sumchis, that this is to say that the colleagues of Sumchis. They argue on 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 al sumchus the amr mavan amudu b'savichelkin. Now, sumchus says that property of a suffix of ownership is divided. So the chayda this opinion disagrees because we say even when there's a suffix, we say I'm missing mechavel v'ra'ay. It's famous din of sumchus. Amr sumchus afidu body v'body. The sumchus state this principle in the case of body v'body, where both parties maintain that certainly of their claim. I said each one is saying body v'body. I'm like in. I'm a sumchus afidu body v'body. Even body v'body, which is a suffix, we say yachleiku. Now, we might the system be body v'body. And for more, do you know that the mission is referring to the case of body v'body? They're saying it very, very confidently. Your oxygen, my oxygen. The one says no. Rather, it was 
which is mashma that you're claiming with certainty. Just because the first case is talking about body of a body, so you're telling me the safe is also body of a body. So now let's look at the later case. If one was large and one was small, the Nizik says, now, which is mashma, that if he does not bring a proof, he takes compensation according to the one who, the one higher for damage says. So, if this is a case where both parties maintain certainty of the claim, so this will be a tiyufta to Rabba Barnasan. The Omri says, The din is, a person he claims, the famous din, a person claims by another one, that he owes him meat. He claims he deposited with him wheat. And the other person says, yes, you deposited, but it was with barley, which is less expensive than the wheat. The Allah says he's parted from any payment. Why? Because he did not admit to what was claimed, and what he admitted was not the claim. It's a famous din. Tanu chitim, Why don't you say, so pay the same, the answer is he's putter in Gansan. Now, similarly here, the injured party claims that it was the large ox that, that injured his ox. And the defendant admits that the small ox caused the injury, but not the large ox. So his haidah does not correspond to the claim. So yet, he is apparently liable to pay according to the admission, which the haidah, which would be Saiser Rabbi Nassim. Because what did he say? Tano chitim v'aitle he'll be pater. So Bapashtas is the same thing in the case of the ox, It'll also be part of it because it's not the same claim. So Ella, rather, the case must be with body v'shema. It must be in a case where there's a certain claim and another certain claim. One party maintains certainly of his claim, while the other says it's possible. Umar asks, the Kamar body man, who is the one who states a certain claim? The Kamar shema man, and who is the one who says without a certain claim? Ename the Kamar nizik body v'kamar mazik shema. If you're going to say that it's the injured party who states with a certain claim that the large ox caused the damage. And the one chayev for damage states with a with a shema shema mazid. I'll certainly claim that it was a small one. I can't limit every tufta that every nasan. Let us say that this mishnah is a tufta that every nasan, since the defendant does not admit to the claim of the injured party, and nevertheless he is chayev to pay compensation for the small one. Ella the gomer nizik shema. Rather, it's a case where the injured party states with a shema claim that it was the large ox that caused the damage. Who gomer mazik bari. And the one chayah for damage says, states with a, with a body, says the guy does not contradict the defendant's haidah, so the latter one is chayah to pay the amount that he admitted that he owes. Where it says, in the safe and nizik shem mazik body, from the fact that the later case of the mission is referring to a case where the nizik is uncertain claim, and the one chayah for the damage states with a, with a certain claim, they should not be nizik shem mazik body. Also, the same thing, the ratio will be the Nizik Shem and the Mazik is Bari. In other words, it's not referring to a case of two certain claims, as we said above. Now, the Gemara asks, and does Sumcha state his halacha that the property is divided even when, in such a case, where they stay with a Safik? Is the Hashemun and the Loi that it was necessary for the Mishnah to teach that according to other Chacham, it's not divided? Some of us would, would agree that in this case, my answer is, no, 
Safe and Isaac, Shemo Mazik Bari. Although the safe is referring to a case where the injured party states a Shema, and the one Chayef Adamish says with certainty, the first case of the Mishnah is referring to a case where the guy, the first guy states with certainty and the one Chayef Adamish states with Suffolk. So, so with regard to this, the, the Chacham disagree with the opinion of Sultas that the property is divided. So Gemara now questions the interpretation of but according to this interpretation, the first clause is not similar to the latter clause. So why not explain the first case as referring to the case with two certain claims, two bodies? Gemara says like this, Amri, they said, body v'shema, in a case of certain claim, an uncertain claim, shemo body, and a case of uncertain claim and a certain claim, chad milsi, it's one manner. Body, body, shemu body, but in the case where it's a certain claim and a certain claim, and shemu body, then to immediately neither there are two matters. Therefore, the first clause of the Mishnah cannot be referring to the case of two certain claims. Okay, go for now, we're going to discuss the text itself. Amar Abba he says it is. The din is if a person claims that one owes him wheat and the other agrees to him owing barley, he's putter. What's the Chiddush over here? We already learned this in the Mishnah. Tanu Chiddim, why do you say it in Pater? So why does he have to say this? So he says, Ima Asim, if I don't even talk from the Mishnah, I have a mina Pater mit me Chiddim. I would say that he's exempt from paying the value of the wheat. V'chai with me Sa'idin, but at least he's higher for the value of the barley. Because he concedes to the value. How Kamash will under Pater Legami, therefore every Rabbi Varnasan teaches that the Mishnah, that he is completely Pater even from paying for the barley. Now, the Gemara now is going to ask a shout. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Mishnah says, if the injured animals, if the injured animals were two oxen, one large and the other one small. Now, and the ones that caused the damage were also two oxen, one large and one small. Now, the injured party claims that the large one injured the large one, and the small one injured the small one. And the person who's higher claims that the small one injured the large one. And the large one into, into the small one. So what do we say? Now, if the injured party does not bring a proof to his claim, so he takes compensation according to what what the mazik damage says that he damaged. According to Barnosan, why does he receive compensation at all? This is a case, Mamash, this is parallel to the case of wheat and barley. So the defendant should be entirely exempt. So my answer is the Mishnah does not indicate that the injured party receives compensation. It's fitting for him to take compensation. But in practice, he does not take compensation. So my asked for Tanya, but didn't we learn our Zimishtalan But didn't we learn in Brisa that the injured party receives payment for the small ox from the the liable party's large ox, and for his large ox from the liable party's small ox? So we do see that he does uh, receive payment. So my answer is the toughest. We're the toughest. We're talking about a case where the party injured party sees the defendant's ox, in which case Bezin allows it to remain in the possession since it was taken Although the Bezin cannot compel the defendant to pay him. Okay, the Gemara now raises an objection to Rabbi Baruch Nussin Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah. Learned in the Mishnah that there was an ox which is a tam and a mud. And Isaac came in the mud. And Isaac says mud. He's a kasagod of tam and sakodim. So what's the deal? what do we see from It's the case of 
Tanu Chitimusayin. So the Gemara answers and says, Ro'olito. Mishnah doesn't mean that the injured party receives compensation. He's fitting for him to take compensation. But in practice, he did not receive compensation. So the Gemara asks about Tanya, but then we learn, the same question, but then we learn that he receives payment for a small ox from the Siyuv parties, and from the large from the Tam. So he does receive payment. And for the Gemara, the toughest, now it's talking about where he sees the defendant's ox. Okay, the Mishnah now teaches, let's finish the pedic. The mission teaches in a case where an ox was injured by one of the two oxen that were pursuing. So the thing is, the Mishnah said, this is what you were saying, if both oxen belong to one person, he is chayiv. Should one learn from the case, the fact that both are chayiv, that in the case of a tamim oxen that caused damage, if the injured party wishes, he can collect damage from the proceeds of the sale of this ox. And if he wishes, he can collect from the sale of that ox. Why? Because they belong to the same owner. Umar says, no. What are we dealing with? We're dealing with a case of that the shade is Shwadamar Muadan. In which case, the injured party does not collect damages exclusively from the Muad, but rather from any of, of its owner's properties. Like we say it's to the, the Mullah. Therefore, he can collect from either ox as compensation. So, if the Mishnah is referring to the case of a Mu'ad, let's look at the Seifa of the Mishnah. Now, if we're dealing with Mu'adin, what difference does it make to him which one caused the injury? At the end, ultimately, the liable party is required to pay the value of the full ox in any case. So, Ravashi said to him, No. The later case of the Mishnah is referring to Taman, and the Reisha is Mu'adin. So, if it's referring to the case of Mu'adin, which we know compensation is not collected specifically from the Tam. So, why does the Mishnah say, Chayavin, Chayav Gavrimi Bailey? It should have said, the man is Chayav. And furthermore, my Shneim, what is the word, both in the statement, both are Chayav referring to? So, the says, Really, we're dealing with the case of Taman. Which we learned that the injured party, the mazik and the nizik become shutfin. The time of the isnail travayu, and therefore the reason that the owner of the oxen is chayiv is that the two of them are chayiv. Cannot dismiss the injured party by claiming that this ox is not the one that caused the injury. But if two of them are not available, in other words, if one died or one was lost, he can say to the injured party, Go and bring a proof that this ox is the one that caused the damage. And I will pay you. Okay. We compared the com- completed. Sweden has to be